Welcome to B Squared, your weekly weather podcast. Meet Bonnie. She's from Oklahoma. Where the wind comes sweeping down the plain. A meteorology major and loves to chase. Meet Bobby. He's from Oregon. Going green. Greenage. Saddle up. You got it, boss. Oregon AMS vice president and a former TV weather producer. It's B Squared. Let's talk weather. Welcome into B Squared, your weekly weather podcast. I am Bobby from Oregon. And I'm Bonnie in Oklahoma. And Bonnie, the big weather story this week was Barry. And Big Barry. Yeah, Barry did some Barryific things. Yeah, he did. Yeah, he did. We talked about uh, what, Yeah, go ahead, sorry. No, no. I, I was just gonna say I'm very impressed with Barry, actually. I know he was only category one for a moment, but hey, I mean he started out as thunderstorms in Tennessee and he he worked his way up, so I'm just very impressed. Right. Barry grew up before our own eyes, and Barry's life has now uh, pretty much come to an end in terms of being a tropical system. Mm-hmm. Uh, the National Hurricane Center, as we're taping this uh, Sunday evening, has basically, uh, they've already issued their final advisory for Barry, and now hand everything off to its remnants to uh, the Weather Prediction Center. And they will take it from there. But uh, you're right. Barry was a storm that uh, we had talked about last week on the show. Uh, all the forecast models had depicted this, you know, this MCS to, as you said, form over Tennessee, move down out uh, over Alabama and Louisiana, and it would sit in the Gulf. And once it hit the Gulf moisture and the warm waters, it was going to start to uh, become a tropical system. And lo and behold, it did. Uh, mm-hmm. officially kicked off Wednesday uh, at 10 a.m. Central Daylight Time with the first public advisory. Uh, and at that point, uh, Tropical Storm Barry, so it's a cyclone expected to form by Thursday, uh, still had not become officially Barry yet, but that's what we knew it was going to happen. So uh, the National Hurricane Center started issuing its advisories on Wednesday. And then Saturday morning, uh, 10 a.m. Central Daylight Time, they upgraded Tropical Storm Barry to Hurricane Barry. Uh, Hurricane, like you said, quick, quick flash, quick speed up, uh, winds 74 miles an hour. It was moving at the time northwest at 6 miles an hour. Central pressure was down to 993. And uh, it was very close to coming on shore. And I believe, if I remember correctly, in the next three hours... Uh, it did come, it went from a, so in the span of six hours, Bonnie, it went from tropical storm hurricane back to tropical storm. Yeah. Short lived hurricane status, but nonetheless was still, still going strong. Um, I know that he caused some tornado watch action and I think maybe a couple tornado warnings in Louisiana. So, I mean, he did some stuff, some flooding, some wind, there's some good videos and pictures all over Twitter. So, and there's some videos from the, from a couple of the oil rigs out there too in the Gulf. Those are scary. I haven't seen those. I'll have to go try and find those. They're on my personal page. I retweeted one and it's actually scary. Like someone's just standing videoing down at the ocean below the rig. And I'm, I would be, I would be so scared if I was on a rig. Right. I would be too. So, so that was crazy, but yep. There's there's Barry. He did his thing. Yes, he did. He came ashore near intracoastal city, Louisiana. And he, like I said, weakened into a tropical storm at that point. Um, still really dangerous storm surge. Still a lot of inland flooding. Uh, winds were still pretty, you know, pretty strong. Sustained winds 70 miles an hour, gusting higher than that. Uh, but like we said, Barry was one of those storms that uh, looking back at it, we were really 
uh, impressed with the way the models handled this out. And again, yes. we're talking about last Sunday, so a week ago. And we knew that something was going to happen. And lo and behold, like we said, Saturday, uh, you know, it kept going. So it was pretty, uh, it was really cool to see. Um, you know, and again, we don't get these a whole lot, but a daytime landfalling hurricane or tropical system. If you're not watching TV and, you know, shout out to a friend at the Weather Channel. These guys are, these guys just, they do it right. But being able to watch a storm come on shore during the day is awesome because you really get to feel the impact. You see it. You don't mm-hmm. just, you know, it's not just isolated to one guy in a light. Uh, so it was really cool. And, you know, again, a lot of different people did a lot of great coverage. The wet channel was great. Reed Timmer and his team with AccuWeather yeah. had some really good video and pictures. But, man, I'm, I'm just so glad that we finally got to see, a, again, a hurricane come ashore during the day. Yep, absolutely. And I, I feel like if he had been over water longer, he he would have been stronger. or He would have been at oh, least yeah. a Category 1 for a longer amount of time. So that I think that was just the issue was just only being over the Gulf for a little while. But if he had had significant time over that warm water, I think he would have been pretty strong. And I'll say 70 miles sustained with gusts higher. I mean, 58 miles per hour gets a severe thunderstorm warning. Right. So if it's sustained 70 miles an hour, I mean, straight line winds do just as much damage as tornadoes and stuff. So even though he was weak, that's still significant wind and can do damage to property and right and people. And, you know, while we were saying that, you know, it was a it was a very weak hurricane, a very strong tropical storm, mm-hmm. you know, and as we're not talking about this. It's been down degraded to a depression. Like we said, uh, National Hurricane Center has, you know, handed the responsibility off to uh, the Weather Prediction Center. But you look at this, it's not going anywhere anytime soon, and it's right. going to continue to dump a lot of rain over areas that definitely don't need it. Uh, the depression right now is centered uh, right around Texarkana, Texas, uh, or maybe just a little bit south of that. And for the next three to four days, this thing is slowly just going to move through the state of Arkansas, up into Missouri, and eventually into Illinois. But, body, the amount of rain that this thing is putting down is pretty impressive. Yeah, absolutely. And like you said, over areas that, that don't need it right now, that are still relatively you know saturated from the spring activity that we've had so and definitely the extra rainfall's not welcome but i mean we are going into summer so maybe a little extra won't hurt but you know right. you're right but the fact that it's slow moving that's the issue that's what's gonna cause that flooding exactly and it was great to see when and you just to go back to a point you mentioned about if it had stayed out over water longer it would have gotten stronger or at least maintained its strength and not just mm-hmm. such a quick up but to look at all the convection of the storm, everything stayed on the south side. And, yeah, you finally got to start to get that wraparound moisture uh, and those feeder bands to come in on the east side, you know, up over New Orleans and then into Mississippi and Alabama and the panhandle of Florida. But if that storm had actually been, you know, more textbook and you would have mm-hmm. had a lot more rain, we would have been looking at, you know, areas of inches easily 20 plus. Uh, The latest forecast that I see from WPC on this is saying 6 to 10 inches um, right along the Mississippi River on the Arkansas side as you get up toward like Memphis, Tennessee, southern Missouri, um, and up around, you know, in a small area of Kentucky. But a lot of these areas are going to see rain anywhere from an inch up to 
you know, 10 inches, maybe a couple areas a little bit higher. But uh, Barry's going to be around for a little bit. It's not going anywhere. And as you said, because of that slow motion, over the next three days, there is still a really, really high risk of flash flooding and river rises, creek rises, urban flooding. Man, it's uh, it's one of those things where you need to be prepared. Absolutely. Yeah. Just be paying attention to forecasts. As always, turn around, don't drown. Is he still going to be referred to as Barry? Uh, you know, I don't know if they're going to or not. Um, I need to go find, pull that up from the WPC. Like, do they lose their name as they lose their status, or do they you maintain know, their name until they're just completely gone? That's a really, that's a really good question. I would have to ask somebody that would know. I don't necessarily know. Um, I feel it, like it's not fair. He earned his name. He, he you did. Know. He did, and so, again, I'm looking at just the latest uh, forecast just on the, on the WPC website, and it is saying, you know, Tropical Storm Barry. I don't know if they'll either go with the depression and keep it that, or if they're going to go through and just, you know, basically say this is now an extended area of low pressure. I'm not 100% sure. Well, even if not, the, the public, Twitter, Facebook, everyone will just still be calling him Barry, or exactly. the remnants of Barry, at least. No, I agree. I agree. So, I was um, just thinking that, and I just didn't know at what point they lose their name, or if they lose their name at all. So know, That's a really good question. I'm going to have to do some, I'll do some digging on that, but... Um... Hmm. You know, we talked about before we started taping that Barry was the equivalent of a meteorological uh, magician where we thought he was going to appear several Mm -hmm. weeks ago, but he didn't. And then all of a sudden he shows up in an MCS that becomes a tropical depression, then a storm and then a hurricane. So, um, yeah, that's really that's really interesting because, like you said, he came close before. But, but he was like, psych. Yeah, exactly right. <laughs> Which I think is interesting. And he was like, I wait, I'm going to come back in a more cooler way. So hold that thought. I'm going to start out in Tennessee. See you all in a few weeks. <laughs> right. And again, I mean, that system that was supposed to be Barry part one, obviously is, you know, long, long gone. But, right. you know, they say that occasionally, you know, storms do this where they will fire up and it's just, it's. The matter of, I don't know, two or three miles an hour wind or maybe some warmer water or colder water in this case where it just kind of prevents that extra level of development. And instead of having a name storm, it's just a, it's an area of investigation or it's a depression and it doesn't warrant something. So Exactly. Like they're like, we're going to keep an eye on this, but probably not going to turn into anything. And he didn't the first time. And then he just decided to pop up in Tennessee and I just... I'm still in awe by the whole thing. Right. Uh, Okay, so according to the Weather Prediction Center, they're calling it post-TC Berry. Okay. So I'm not sure what the TC is. Tropical Cyclone, maybe? Possibly. I don't know. I'd have to ask somebody that's a lot smarter than me in that. I mean, it's Tropical Depression right now. So post-Tropical Cyclone Berry? Yeah, I mean... Possibly. So, yeah, so at least so at least Tuesday is what um, WPC is going to be at least labeling it. So, 
Well, at least he's still named. <laughs> right. And like you said, he did deserve it. He, yeah. you know, for uh, early season Hurricane, he was pretty impressive and one that formed in a very unusual way. You know, I think we got to give it up to him. I think that's pretty, it's fair. <laughs> I know yeah. we're joking about the people like, what are you guys talking about? Why would you say a storm deserved it? Well, it does. Yeah. You, you know, Barry, Barry did some things. Barry will be one that uh, researchers and meteorologists will research for a long time because of the way it formed. And, you know, it was not it was not something that we usually see. Yes, it's happened before. It's been well documented. But we generally don't see tropical systems form from an MCS coming off the continental United States. Well, and I feel like, you know, there's a lot of stages to get to hurricane. You know, it's the area of low pressure, blah, blah, blah. And there's all the stages. And I think it gets its name at Tropical Storm or uh, Tropical Depression. I'm they, not sure which one. They can name it at a depression, I believe, if they they name it at a, as a depression if they have a very high confidence that it will evolve into a tropical storm or okay. a hurricane. And so if it makes it to those stages and then, of course, to hurricane, then it deserves to keep its name till it's completely gone, not just until it's downgraded back to depression or whatever, right. and then they drop its name. You know, that should be any storm. It's earned it. it. It got to the stage to get a name, so keep its name till it's just totally dissipated. Uh, and, I, again, I like that, and there are a lot of things that, you know, you can go through and look at, and that makes a lot of sense. Um, Do you and, think they'll retire Barry's name? Since no. it was kind of historic? No, I don't think so. I don't think it did enough damage. Yeah, so that's, that's the only thing that will get it a name retired is like historic record-breaking damage, not just other records being broken and other things like that. Yeah, and again, I mean, we, we talked about this a long time ago about when we went through the list of names. And according, again, to the World Meteorological Organization, the one that issues these names, they retire the storm when it turns out to be extremely destructive. Hmm. The decision reflects compassion, sensitivity to the impact a future storm would have by carrying that same name. For instance, Harvey, Irma, Maria, and Nate were stricken from the list uh, following 2017. The National Hurricane Center publishes a complete list uh, that have been retired since 1954. So, um, yeah, I think it's it's definitely... I mean, there are a couple storms, hurricanes that I know that I've seen on the list number of times that you know were either historic or memorable, but for other reasons... So. Right. Because that's what I'm thinking, like in several years when Barry comes back around, you know, it just in the future when people refer to, oh, remember Barry back in, I guess if you attach the year, that will help. But, you know, you don't want to get your berries confused when you're not, when you're referring to this one who formed in Tennessee. Exactly. You know what I mean? So, so Barry will make an appearance again in 2025. Okay. So that's the next time that we will hear from Hurricane uh Hurricane Barry, I know that you are looking forward to 2022 when Bonnie is out there churning away in the Atlantic. Yes. So. Because Bonnie was on the list last year, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that was the one that wouldn't quit, that was just chilling off the Carolinas and just would die and come back and die and come back. And then finally. Yeah, Bonnie was there. And man, was it two years? Ago? It might have been somewhere. It's within the last five years. I know that. Well, last year, because I swear we were talking about it on the podcast, so it would have had to have been last year. Maybe it was. I don't know. I'll have to go back and look. But I know that they recycled the list every seven years or six years. So if it's coming oh. up in 2022, so 2017, it would have been the last time it was there. Which makes sense, though, because it was one of those storms that we did talk about. 
post-Hurricane Bonnie. So, there's not a Hurricane Bobby or a Robert, so I'm kind of screwed. Hey, maybe the Weather Channel will name a, a winter storm after me. <laughs> yes, but do you want to be Bobby or Robert? It doesn't matter. Maybe your name will get added to the list, because eventually if they keep retiring names, then they're going to have to start adding them. It's you know? true. It is true. Um, my twin sister will have Hurricane Emily again in 2023, so that's cool. Um, I'm looking to see if my niece will have one. Nope. Uh, will my nephew have one? Yes, my nephew, William, will be Hurricane William in 2024. So there was a William last year, I believe. If we got to that, I'd have to go back and look. Um Wow. Yeah, which is pretty hilarious. That's a very, that's a, that's a lot of hurricanes. <laughs> it is. So last year was 2018, and where did we end up? We stopped at Oscar last year. Wow. Okay, and so I'm just going quickly through this list. Subtropical Storm Alberta was named. Mm-hmm. Hurricane Barrel Chris. Tropical Storms Debbie Ernesto. Hurricane Florence. Tropical Storm Gordon. Uh, Hurricane Helene, Hurricane Isaac, Tropical Storm Joyce, Tropical Depression 11, Tropical Storm Kirk, Hurricane <laughs> Leslie, Hurricane Michael, which, you know, that name is, has been retired, um, Tropical Storm Nadine, and Hurricane Oscar. So Florence wasn't retired? I don't think Florence was retired. Uh, it might be now, but let me look here. Uh, she was out there for a while. Yeah. She was the one that came ashore, right, in North Carolina and just kind of sat off the coast, if I look correctly. Yeah, moved moved on slow and just hung out there. And I think just really, it was a flooding thing was the yeah, main issue. Yeah, it was. I'm watching the, uh, by the way, if you go to the National Hurricane Center and pull up their archives, their graphics are on a loop and it's absolutely fantastic to watch. Yeah, this thing, Florence, remember, it started just off the African coast. And this mm-hmm. thing chugged its way across the Atlantic. And once it reached about the 25th parallel, that thing made a hard left turn uh, out and toward the Caribbean, just south of Bermuda. Uh, and they issued the hurricane watches and warnings. And then that that lady just chugged on right toward North Carolina, came ashore. Oh, that's right. She came real close to coming on shore. Then she hugged the coastline. I think came ashore just at the state line of North Carolina and South Carolina. But I'm not sure if they retired her or not. I'd have to go back and look. Uh, but yeah, that thing was out there for 17 or 18 days. That was pretty impressive. Yeah. Yeah. And that, yeah, it was a flooding situation. Do the Carolinas get hit a lot by major hurricanes? Uh, I know the Outer Banks do, and I, I, I'm sure that they take their fair number. I'd have to go back and look at the stats. And gosh, I need more time to pull this up and look at states hit by uh, landfalling hurricanes. But yeah, I mean, North Carolina is definitely out there. Like I said, the Outer Banks. Man, I can remember all through my childhood watching the Weather Channel, me being that weather nerd. It always seemed that North Carolina was involved some way or another up through Virginia. Um, but, yeah, it kind of was always for me like Virginia South. So yeah. North Carolina, South Carolina, Georgia, Florida, Alabama, and then into the Gulf, obviously. Um, right. I don't think most people realize that Georgia is an actual, you know, ocean state, oceanfront state. Yeah, you know, I feel like people kind of forget that it goes Florida, Georgia, then the Carolinas. Yep, yep. But, hey, you know, you just don't, You, I think most people realize, oh, Georgia's above Florida, but I don't think they realize that there's actually some Gulf, or there's some Atlantic Ocean front property right there, but, hey. Quite uh, a bit. Yeah, absolutely, actually. yeah, it is, actually. It's quite funny. 
Um, I love geography. I really do. I mean, when you, well, when you look poor at Georgia just gets overlooked. Like they're yeah. not even there. It does. We recognize you, Georgia. Don't yeah. Even Shout out one time to Georgia. <laughs> She's a beautiful gal down there in the South. <laughs> oh, love me some Georgia. I need to go visit Georgia. I haven't been there yet. Well, if you go, bring me back something. You no, know, I definitely will. And if I do that, you know, I have to stop in Atlanta and visit the weather channel. So for sure. And I will definitely make sure I get you something there. Oh man. But so, yeah, so we will watch Barry's rainfall coming up, um, over the next few days. It's not moving very fast folks. So again, if you are in Arkansas, Missouri, Illinois, Kentucky, Tennessee, Mississippi, Alabama, uh, and then getting into Indiana and Ohio, probably even Michigan a little bit uh, as we go throughout the rest of the week. Uh, lots of rain, uh, flash flooding, very possible. It's going to be one of those times where, again, just pay attention to the forecast because with the storm moving so slowly and still putting down a lot of rain, it's going to be uh, one of those things. It's going to be a long track storm, and you're not going to get out of it quickly. Yeah, exactly. It'll hang around for a while before it moves on to the next state. So main thing, just turn around, don't drown, please. Yes, and I know that people laugh at that, but it's true. Um, there are plenty of you know, stuff where we've seen examples of that so far. I mean, tons of rescues um, mm-hmm. from the Coast Guard dealing with that stuff. It's just, I mean, come on, guys. It's just not worth it. It just is really not worth it. Um, losing your life is not is just not worth it, so... No, and along those lines, if you're, I mean, not now since it's moved on shore, but if you're at the beach in Alabama, Louisiana, Florida, and you've got the double red flag, can you just get out of the water? Yeah, and I think at this point, most people wouldn't know to do that, but, you know, we'll see. Um, you know, and looking at that going through, there is a little bit of association uh, in terms of severe potential with these, uh, especially, like we said, right along the Mississippi River. Between Mississippi, Arkansas, Tennessee, Oklahoma, not Oklahoma, sorry, Kentucky, I'm tired, Indiana, <laughs> Illinois, Missouri, and a little bit of Louisiana, a 5% chance, so nothing nothing too big. Still a lot of storms in the upper Midwest, uh, impressive storms have been churning kind of all week. That area has been kind of under the gun a lot. I know they're under the gun tonight. Um just, you know, mostly wind and hail is a big threat there. Not a lot of uh, tornado watches and or warnings, and that's okay. So, yeah, yeah, we look at a 2% tornado watch tonight uh, down in those feeder bands from Barrie. Uh, and then, let's see here. Just it's mar- that right front quadrant. That's yep. what you want to watch. Yep. It really is. So, not so that makes lot. sense for it being like Kentucky, Tennessee, because that yep. would be where that right front quadrant is coming through. That so. is correct. That is absolutely 100% correct. But yeah, other than that, I mean, not a whole lot. We go back and we look at uh, what's happening on the Gulf. It's very quiet in the Atlantic. I know earlier that they had wanted to possibly look at another area mm-hmm. uh, out in the ocean, but that is no longer an issue for them. So that's good. So we're going to wait on Barry out in the Eastern Pacific. Nothing happening in the next 48 hours in the Central Pacific. Nothing happened in the next 48 hours. So, um, you know, Barry gave us a good run, nice early season hurricane, uh, kind of warmed it up, primed it for everybody. You know, we'll take a category one, uh, flooding is going to be the big story. We get that. And I'd rather have that than, you know, a cat five coming to shore and having a repeat of Michael this early in the season. 
Absolutely. Absolutely. And like you said, it is early in the season. So just everyone stay aware and pay attention because National Hurricane Center is for sure. Right. And it's important. I mean, you know, we, we kind of harp on it, but you know, if you guys stay, you know, up to date and you guys are aware of what happens and, you know, can pay attention to it, it's going to, it's going to help, you know, you and your community It's going to help you out and try to figure out what to do if you are involved in the hurricane one way or the other, but man, just, <laughs> you look at it all and it's, it's impressive. It was pretty, it was pretty cool to see. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. Absolutely. I mean, even if it was just a little category one, I just, where it started is, is just amazing to me. So I think Barry will be historical for sure. Even if they don't retire his name. Yeah. Again, I don't, I don't see them. I really don't see them, you know, retiring that name, but you know, again, I think it will be a storm that's researched a lot. I think it's a storm that's going to, um, you know, probably push for some stronger, uh, abilities to forecast, especially these systems when they're making that move. Again, yeah. I mean, ninety nine percent of the MCSs that we see, you know, that form west uh, or east of the Rockies, are going to move in that general direction, west to east, or even a little southwest northeast. It's just the way it is. It's what they do. But for this thing to meander across the plains uh, into the Tennessee River Valley, um, and then right down into the Gulf, was pretty rare. Yeah. Yeah, to just go boom. I'm I'm moving east, but I'm just gonna take that turn and just dive south. It's yep. not often seen. So, yep, definitely uh, an anomaly there. So, hopefully, they do do a little research into that and see see what caused that. I'm sure jet stream winds and all of those different factors had something to do with that. Oh, I'm totally. I I could not you know agree with you more. I'm sure that when they look at it, um, and again, I briefly looked at. You know, just a quick look of, you know, what the surface maps were looking like and what even, you know, higher up in the atmosphere was. And it was, you know, you had two areas of kind of dominant high pressure, one over the West Coast, one over the East Coast. And, you know, way the winds are getting pushed around and the way that lows form, mm-hmm. uh, it was kind of the perfect recipe. And that was pretty awesome. Yeah, it's one of those like one in a million things where everything is lined up and placed just right to to get that to happen. So. I just it's just even more fascinating right. <laughs> the more I talk about it. <laughs> uh-huh. Same here. I'm, I'm I'm totally I totally you know agree with you there. It was it was great to see. You know, again, we don't want the damage. We don't want you know the massive impacts from flooding. But I'd rather see this early in the season and help get people aware to what could happen, what did happen, and what might happen. You know, come the next in our couple own backyard. Yep, exactly. <laughs> so. It can happen anywhere, so just like like we're saying, just pay attention. Love it, absolutely. Love it's it. that time of year. It is. It is. We made that transition that we've talked about a couple times from, you know, uh, severe storm season and chasing to tropical storms, and uh, it's why we love weather. We love. We yep. geek out on it. We we think it's fantastic, and man, it's awesome. I just don't geek out on the week ahead that we have, which is. Upper 90s, near 100 for highs all week long. Right. <laughs> With no chance of any sort of precipitation of any kind. So, right. yay, welcome to summer in Oklahoma. <laughs> uh, I did find the answer to your question about storms that were retired last year. Florence was one, and Michael was obviously the other. All right. Good. I was going to say, if they didn't retire Florence, right. All right. I'm that'd gonna, be weird. Yeah. 
why you let's do this i'm gonna do kind of go off script here i'm gonna give you i'm gonna ask you where your forecast is coming up uh-huh. but i'm gonna ask you a trivia question and we can put this out on social media as well but i'm gonna ask you a trivia question i'm gonna have you guess from 1954 through last year so a significant chunk of time right yeah how many years did the World Meteorological Organization not retire, not retire a hurricane name? So, like, what was the longest stretch of time? No, no, no. Like, so, like, say, so I'll, I'll tell you this. So, 1954, they retired three names, okay? Uh-huh. And in 1955, they retired four names. How many calendar years did they not retire a name? So, like, again, so, like, 1956, they did not retire a name. So, how many 1956 did we have? How many t- how many years since 1954 did we not retire a name on the list? I'm going to guess eight. I'm counting right now, so. Uh, now I feel like I underguessed. You did. <laughs> okay, let me change it to 11. Okay, you're saying, okay, 11 would still be short. Dang. Okay, I'm just going to go back really quick and double check that my math is correct. This is riveting stuff. (laughs) It is. Okay, I got to (laughs) double. I'm getting my place lost here, so. Uh, let's see here. Do, 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 do. Oh, that's why. Yeah, it's got to be more than 11 because they're historic hurricanes. So okay, there's right. way less historic ones. You know what correct. I mean? Like there's few. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So you say 11. Yeah. Okay. The correct answer is 18 years. Oh, okay. That we have not retired a name. Now, here's a secondary question. How many storms on one list have been retired? What is the most? Like, how many total storms would you guess have been retired in one year? Five. Yes. Boom. Do you, do you know what year? Uh, hold on, hold on. Uh, 1954. It wasn't. It, I'm going to say it was either the Katrina year or the Harvey year. Uh, it was the Katrina year, yes. So 2005. Uh, Hurricane Harvey, let's see here, was 2017. And they had four that year with Irma, Uh, Maria, and Nate. You were close. So mad props to you. In 2004, they retired four. Charlie, Francis, Ivan, and Janine. Let's see here. There was another one. 1955, they retired four. Connie, Diane, Ione, and Janet. Janet. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of that, they're taking friends off Netflix. Yes, I heard. I heard. How upset I am. Literally upset. I am sorry. Uh, I was sitting at one of my other jobs today, and my guy walked in and he was like, um, So I have an intern who is my boss. His name is Kyle. Really good dude. Big fan of this guy. Super smart kid. Um, but he's filling in as our on field entertainment why our normal MC is on vacation for a couple games. And so last year, whoever the PA guy was, and there was a bunch of them, 
But they went through and they butchered his name. And I don't know if it was done intentionally or not. But so the tradition still kind of continues. So tonight we called him like Kyler or we called him Keith or just other names with K. And it just kind of got to be this random joke. And so he sent it back up. He tossed it back up to the booth. And the guy that's name is Jason, but he called him Janet. So he walked <laughs> in and he was like, oh, my. And I was like, oh, my gosh, it's great. <laughs> that is amazing. Right? Yeah, I'm pretty upset about them taking friends off. The only thing I'm more upset than that is the Westbrook trade. Yeah, I was going to ask, how are you feeling about that? Oh, my heart hurts. It literally hurts. And I know he had no control, but he went to Houston, and that's where Harden went. And it's just like, ugh. But you know what, though? Zero people have hard feelings towards Westbrook. Right. Zero. Everyone is just, we're going to miss you. We love you. You're the heart of Oklahoma City, blah, blah, blah. So that's that's good. Because he definitely didn't do this in a Kevin Durant, James Harden type of way. So, But it's still very sad. It's so, so sad. We've like lost everybody. Yeah, but your team is now built to be young. And you guys are going to be able to compete a lot sooner than you think. Yeah, I, I feel like that was the plan. Was they just wanted to completely rebuild? I know we've still got some guys that are still here. You know, we still have Stephen Adams. When yes, he goes, does. I'm going to be really devastated. Yeah, but I got, love him. Yeah, I agreed. And but you guys still have a lot of good players. You have guys that are going to be available and come back in too. So it's not all bad. And we have. I really don't understand all the draft pick stuff, but I know we have like draft picks for the next like ninety years. Yes, so, you do. Like first round. So basically, if you have an unprotected draft pick, it means you get it regardless. If there is a protected pick, that means that the team that you have traded with to get that pick has a little bit of certainty or uncertainty built into it. If they finish in a certain place in the standings, they still retain the right to that pick. Wow. That's yeah. like a lot of draft politics that I don't understand. But right. hey, <laughs> I'm I'm doing the best I can with my girl knowledge I have over here of sports. <laughs> you got this. I mean, and again, feel free to ask me in time. But um, I'm going to ask you another hurricane-related trivia question. Okay. What letter in the alphabet has had more name storms retired? M. Close, but no. N. <laughs> nope. You want to know how many M's have been? Seven. Well, there's been at least two over the past couple years. Correct. There have been seven that have been retired M's. Sorry, six. My math is off today. The second highest, and this is something I found very interesting, is the letter C. Oh. But the most is the letter I. And there have been one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven name storms with the letter I retired. And of these eleven storms, all but two of them were in this uh, period of time from 2000 to current. Okay, so Ivan, Irma, Ike. Yep. What else? Igor. Oh, yeah. Ingrid. Uh-huh. Irene. Oh, yep, Irene. Iris. Okay. Isabel. Hmm. Isadore. And Ivan, which you said. Very interesting. Yep, the two that were not within this time period was Hurricane Inez in 1966 and Hurricane Ione in 1955. Eesh. 
they really struggle with the I names, don't they? They do. They're There's tough. just not a lot of good ones. There's not. Uh, oh. What year were you born? 90. Okay. How many storms were, another trivia question, how many storms were retired in 1990? Two. Yes. Do you know what they are? No. <laughs> Diana and Klaus. Oh. I like the name Klaus. Right. So, uh, the year I was born, there were no storms uh, retired, which is pretty awesome. Um, no storms retired the year my brother was born. And no storms retired the year my youngest sister was born. So, that's very random. How many, how many times has Bonnie been on the list since 1990? Oh, gosh. I'd have to go back and look. I don't even know if they have that. Let's look here. Uh, da, 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 Ooh, I just stumbled across. Can I have a storm named for me? Uh, maybe. I'd have to go back and look. Like you could put in a request. Can you add my name to the list? Yeah, something like that. You should do that. Right? You should do that. I totally should. Can I get a Hurricane Bob? <laughs> <laughs> Robert. Right. If he's intense. Right. What's up, Bob? Uh, let's see here. What about Bob? Right. It's true. Boom. Nothing about Bob's Burgers. I've never been into that. Not my thing, so. Uh, well, you should. Right. Uh, let's see here. Actually, I don't know how I can find this out. Real easy. Just do a Google search for Hurricane Bonnie. Oh, yeah. There you go. And it'll tell us how many times they've come up. Let's see here. And the good thing about Bonnie is being number two on the list. Anytime she's on the list, right. it happens. She, she's going to be there. Okay, let's see here. Uh, we're just, uh, people that listen to this podcast are like, oh my gosh. <laughs> We've gone completely off the storm, but that's okay. I don't mind. Hey, this show's all about hurricanes. Right. That's what this one is. Yep, and we'll eventually get our forecast here in a minute, but let's see here. Uh... Okay, so Hurricane Bonnie was a Cat 3 in 1998. Okay. All right, Cat 3. Yeah. Uh, highest winds were 115 miles an hour. Lowest pressure was 954 millibars. Five deaths attributed to her, and damage Whoa. done was uh, a million, uh, $1 billion. Affected the Leeward Islands, North Carolina, and the Mid-Atlantic states. I'm telling you, bo that's where Bonnie hits. That's, I mean... Right. A couple years ago, that's where Bonnie was, too. That's so yeah. weird. Okay. So, oh, here we go. Here's a list. All right. Here we go. So, let's see here. Hurricane Bonnie, 1980, moved over the North Atlantic, uh, Central Atlantic Ocean. Hurricane Bonnie, 1986, was a mineral hurricane that hit the Beaumont, Port Arthur, Texas, causing light damage. Hurricane Bonnie, in 1992, tracked eastward over the Atlantic, striking the Azores as a tropical storm, causing no significant damage. Uh, 1998, which we just talked about, struck Wilmington, North Carolina, just at under a Cat 3 on the Saffir Simpson scale. Tropical Storm Bonnie in 20, 2004 struck the Florida Panhandle and caused heavy rainfall along the east coast of the U.S. 2010 brought Tropical Storm Bonnie, a short-lived tropical storm that struck the eastern Florida coast, <laughs> causing minimal damage. Uh, 2016, which was two years ago, which or three years ago, uh, Tropical Storm Bonnie, a weak tropical storm, hit Charleston, South Carolina, as a depression generated into a post-tropical cyclone, uh, and later re-strengthened into a tropical storm once again 
over open waters. Uh, Bonnie has also been used for one tropical cyclone in the Western Pacific, 1978, which hit Vietnam. And Bonnie has been used uh, for one tropical cyclone in the Australian region in 2002, causing heavy rain and gusty winds in Timor and Sumba. Uh, Flash flooding killed 19 in Sumba. Whoa. So Bonnie's been around for a hot minute. Well, it's because Bonnie, the name is an oldie but a goodie, I'll tell you. Right. Uh, And Bonnie has been used, like we said, one, two, three, nine times. So congratulations. Or sorry, seven times. Sweet. I'll take it. Yeah, but you like to hit the East Coast, apparently. Yeah. Well, and the thing is, like, Bonnie doesn't ever get very strong early in the season. Waters aren't as warm. So I feel like Bonnie may never be retired. Right. I'm going to see if there is. be a fluke. Right. Let's see if there's ever been a Hurricane Bobby. There's not been a Hurricane Bobby. What about a Hurricane Robert? There's never been a Hurricane Robert. How about Hurricane Bob? <laughs> nope, no such thing. Oh, your time will come. I hope so. It might be a while. <laughs> They're going to have to retire a bunch more names and be like, oh, we got to well, fill in the Okay, so that's why. Hurricane Bob was retired in 1991. Oh. Yeah. Well, there you go. So what are you complaining about? You have been retired. So. I've been retired for a long time. I've been retired for 28 years. Yeah. So stop your whining. Oh, if only I was retired for 28 years. All right. Um, what do you guys have coming up weather-wise in Oklahoma? Hot, humid, highs in the upper 90s near 100. Basically, we're going to be boiling alive. Ugh. But it'll uh, be fine. How does the wind, what's the wind like for you guys? Do you get a breeze in the afternoon or mornings or? Uh, sometimes it's not as windy during the summers, which is super convenient. That is nice. Because, yeah, we just we just sit out here and bake slowly. <laughs> it's like a lobster being put into a pot. Eventually they cook. Yeah. And, yeah, we don't like it. We get real red. I burn so easily. I'm sorry. That's not fun. And I burn, and I just, like, fade back into not burnt. It doesn't even go tan. So, really. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. Well, I, I go from semi-burn to tan instantly, and it's nice. Well, good for you. Yeah. Uh, our forecast, No need to brag. Right. Well, our forecast is a little bit different. Uh, it's absolutely gorgeous right now. Highs today, we're in the mid to upper 80s. Uh, tomorrow, highs will be in the mid-70s, and we stay in that range. Uh, pretty much throughout the week, we do have a slight chance of showers Monday and Tuesday. Wednesday, it ramps up to about 50%. Thursday, Thursday night, again, slight chance of showers. But then Friday, we warm it back up, mostly sunny, high near 78. Saturday and Sunday next week, uh, temperatures right around 80 and sunny. Wow. Okay, well, lucky you. That yeah. sounds nice. It is nice. Uh, and our humidity is at 47%. Our humidity is at like 250%. (laughs) It's so saturated that literally it's raining in open air. Yeah. Yeah. It's sunny and the air is just, yeah, we're like swimming to work. Yep. That's what we do. eh, That just doesn't sound fun. (laughs) It's really, it's really not. And so then when it becomes less humid, but the temperature is still upper 90s, it feels so good. (laughs) Oh, I bet it does. I bet it does. We're like, let's go outside. It's a nice day, even though it's like 97 still. It's just not humid. Right. You'd rather have that dry heat. And I love the dry heat. I think it's just so much easier. It is. It really, truly is. The humidity 
uh, makes everything a million times worse. Right. Ugh. It's great, but it's really not that great. Yeah. It's great in the springtime for severe weather, but not right now. Right. Well, you know, second chase season is just around the corner, so we'll get through a couple more months of summer, and then, you know, hopefully I'll be able to get my Oklahoma News 9 fix uh, because I miss watching your boy David Payne. <laughs> right? We were spoiled this spring. You were, and it makes up for last spring because, you know, we talked about how abysmal that chase season was early in the year um, yeah. when we first started the podcast over a year ago. So, hey, you know what? We go in ways, right? Busy yeah, seasons for sure. and then not busy seasons. But man, just a uh, what a fun week to be a weather geek. I know, I know, all for little teeny tiny baby Hurricane Barry. And yep, I'm telling you, this is the stuff we live for right here. It is, it is. We love the Cat Fives like Michael, and we geek out on looking at the intensity of those storms. But sometimes when you get a small storm like Barry, it's really cool just to watch. Um, and like you said, it was historic for a number of different reasons, location the way it formed, the way that everything was on, you know, the south and the east side of the storm, uh, and really nothing. It was a great example of, you know, dry air and humid air battling each other. Uh, Wind shear, lessons in that can be looked at from Barry. Um, And just, you know, trying to figure out a path where it was going to go. I know that the National Hurricane Center had said a couple times that they were having trouble trying to find out where the exact center of rotation was and that's you know that's pretty cool to you know sit there and figure out how that puzzle is put together when you don't have a lot of active clouds and you know most of your convection is offshore so it was pretty special yeah absolutely and you know taking into account how long it was over water and you know how that impacted the strength and how long it was the strength that it was so definitely some research opportunity there also Absolutely. There's no doubt about it, but man, oh, I can't wait for the next one. I'm ready. Yeah. Yep. Bring it on. Bring it on. We still, and that's what helps the summer months go by when it's just hot and miserable over here is, is watching the hurricanes form and all of that. It's true. Uh, you want to take a stab guessing? Cause I know you don't have it in front of you. What the next name is going to be. Mm, yes. I swear you've already, I don't know. We have talked about it. I know it's kind of a weird name, and I think there's an M in it. Uh, there's an N in it. It's Chantel. Oh. Or C-H-A-N-T-A-L. Chantel or Chantel. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure Chantel. Right. Yes. Yo, check it out. Hey, it's Hurricane Chantel as it's making its way across <laughs> the Caribbean tonight. Gosh. I'm just going to stop you right there. Right. <laughs> That's why people have to learn how to pronounce words, because sometimes it's just like... Right, you're just sounding it out. Yeah. Like, exactly. So here, here's a funny example. In 2022, the next year that Bonnie is available to be on the, on the, uh, on the list, the G name is Gaston, G-A-S-T-O-N. However, there is a city in Oregon not too far from me called Gaston. Oh, yeah. So which but one is it? But also Gaston from yes. Beauty and the Beast. Yes, so. Right. I would hope it's not Gaston because that just <laughs> sounds like a city, not like a hurricane or any name. Right. No, I, I, I'm 100% with you. 100% with you. Um, and we were going through, what was the one? Uh, hurricane Melissa is the white girl. Uh, hurricane Aaron is the white girl. 
Uh, Wendy is the white girl. Tanya is the white girl. Rebecca is the white girl. Mm-hmm. Olga. Um, yeah. Oh, no. Th- here it is. Hurricane Karen. That was it. Karen is the most white name here. I love those names. Like I do they too. need to have like a Linda on there and like a Sharon. Uh, they, have and... A Linda? they don't have a Linda. They have a Leslie, a Lisa and a Laura. They need like a Dorothy. Gosh. They have a Dorian this year, then Dolly, then Danny, then Danielle, and Don and Debbie. Debbie's good. I like that. Yeah, Debbie's pretty good too. Debbie will and be. And you know, if it's a little storm, they're going to be like, oh, it's little Debbie. <laughs> I can't wait for those memes to come out. I know. Oh. Did you, the year that, the last time Bonnie was on the list, Gaston was on there too, and they they put out a whole song. Oh, yeah, I remember. It's fantastic. <laughs> I love weather stuff like that. Oh, me too. It's just, you know, it's different and we're wacky and that's okay. I'm not worried about it. Easily entertained and not, not ashamed. Not at all. Not at all. Have you seen the meme talking about you defeated Karen? Now you have to go defeat Super Karen? It's the woman. No. Oh, I'll have to find it to you and send it to you. It's pretty funny. Speaking of basic white names, Karen. <laughs> Karen, Debbie. Yeah. We got to get a Linda on there. Yeah, I'm sure Linda's somewhere in the in the rotation. Could you imagine, like, Hurricane Linda, Cat 5? Like, you know, it just sounds so not scary, but, like. Right. Oh, just... you, guaranteed, because of that, you just said that, Her- Hurricane Karen will be a Cat 5. <laughs> right? I mean, because, like, even, like, Irma and Katrina, you know, like, those aren't, they're very, like, like, Irma, that's the old lady name. Okay, well, you'll love this. Next year, the N name stormed is Nana. I cannot. Can you imagine that being a cat five? <laughs> Hurricane Nana. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Everybody's grandmother will be laughing at that one. Oh, right. Oh, I'm telling gosh. you. Is Tracy on the list? Uh, no. It's Tanya, Teddy, Teresa, Tobias, Tammy, and Tony. I like Teresa and Tammy and Tobias is nice. Tracy was my mom's name. Oh, nice. And she was little, and but she was scary. I was scared of her. Oh. Like, uh, you know your mom's doing it right when you're like 30 years old almost, and you're like still scared of your mom. Hey, Wait. I'm 38, and I'm still scared of my mom. Love her to death. Love you, mom. I know you're listening. But, I mean, that's how, you know, moms brought you into this world. Oh. They can take you oh. out. <laughs> If I never have to hear that exact <laughs> phrase again, I'll be okay. Because once you find yourself using that in other like conversations, you know it's over. <laughs> but the deal, though, it's true. Oh, I know. I know it is. And that's really scary. Talk about having a flawed legal system. Again, a completely different thing for a different podcast in a different day. Every single mom has used that phrase and every single person knows it's true. Yes. Well, I'm telling you, like, me and my mom, I mean, you know, we would argue sometimes or whatever. And, like, if she would stand up or something, I was a good foot, foot and a half taller than her. <laughs> and if she would stand up, I would flinch a little. Like, <laughs> I'm like, oh. Because, yep. you know, you just have that respect and you're like, it doesn't matter how old you are. Your mom <laughs> is still your mom. <laughs> right. Listen, let's get through this hurricane season. But, you know, it's going to be on next year when Hurricane Nana starts to form. <laughs> I am going to be all about Nana. I can't wait. I cannot wait. 
So we need to make a list of names, though, to submit to yes, the National Hurricane Center to add to the list. Yes. Uh, technically, goes through the WMO, but yes, you can find the link on the National Hurricane Center. So. Well, there you go. Uh, yep. If you go to nhc.noaa.gov slash about names dot shtml and at the bottom of the list for uh, the Atlantic names, uh, you will sit there and it says, can I have a tropical cyclone name for me? You click on the link and then it will uh, send a thing out. So, Wow. Yeah. Oh, that's like naming stars after people. Yeah. Well, that is legit. This I don't know how much. How you know, consideration they get. Yeah, I'm looking at it right now. Because <laughs> oh, now I'm just thinking about all these names. They need to put like a Clark on there. Right. Zachary. Zachary, not Zach. Zachary. Same with they need a Gregory and a Jeffrey. Okay. And maybe a Jeff, but like the G-E-O-F-F Jeff, right. that one. Or as one of my good friends named, uh, that I worked with on the radio, his name was G-E-O-F-F. Yeah. G-E-O-F-F. Oh, that was his real name? Yeah. That's amazing. Right? It's back when I worked in rap a long, long time ago. Um, last trivia question before we wrap it up. How many lists of named storms does the WMO oversee? 12. 10. You were close. Obviously, the Atlantic, Caribbean, Gulf of Mexico, North Atlantic, Eastern North Pacific, Central North Pacific, West North Pacific, and South China Sea names. The Australian Tropical Cyclone Warning Center, or TCWC, Area of Responsibility. The Regional Specialized Meteorological Center, NADI Area of Responsibility. The Port Moresby Tropical Cyclone Warning Center uh, area of responsibility. The Jakarta Tropical Cyclone Warning Center's areas of responsibility. North Indian Ocean names and Southwest Indian Ocean names. There are your ten. We are How just often do all of those places get storms? Uh, probably every year. Is what my like guess as active be. as as our? I'm sure. Okay. I'm sure. Wow, I need to pay more attention to global weather. <laughs> right. Well, yeah. yeah, apparently you cannot have a named uh, storm named after you. Not at least in real time. Maybe, you know. Like they'll just like take it into consideration and it might end up on a list yeah. 20 years from now or something. Yeah, but I, I highly doubt it. I think they'll just stick to their lists. So. But I've already had a, na a retired name, so I don't think I'm eligible. But that's okay. Well, that's when you submit Robert or Bobby. Right. Because. Technically, there hasn't been a Bobby, just a Bob. That is true, unless you're in London, and then you have plenty of Bobbies. <laughs> true. There's your there's your there's your bad police joke of the night. <laughs> oh my god! We've gone so far off the rails; it's not even funny. Hey, but we just want to keep the people entertained with all things hurricane. Absolutely right. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. Cannot wait. For Chantel to show up, uh, whenever she does, we will make sure we cover it here on B Squared, your weekly weather podcast. Bonnie, another great episode. We had a lot of fun. Um, you know, we thoroughly enjoy taping these out for you. We hope you guys uh, enjoy listening as well, and uh, we will chat with you guys soon. Again, follow us on social media, uh, Twitter and Instagram at Weather Podcast, on Facebook at Face at uh, B Squared Weather, uh, and. 
I'm looking forward to next week because hopefully something will pop up interesting between now and then. Right, right. We'll see. We'll see what happens out in the Atlantic. Hopefully right. something will get stirring. And if not, we'll talk about the humidity affecting Bonnie's hair. It just makes it gross. It happens. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. We will talk to you next week. We appreciate you tuning in. Thanks. Bye.